There's nothing to, to pour. I gotta, I'll just, just gotta wait. Gotta give you the 30 seconds. I don't know why I do that. Um, why did I start doing that? Start, people need the, the, the chance to get in. That's what it is. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday. It's April 8th, 2021. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. I'm really getting the itch to kick things. Like, really want to kick things. And not all of it's healthy. Well, the feeling is healthy. Acting on it wouldn't necessarily be. Cat, what are you doing? Cat's doing something she probably shouldn't be. Um, yesterday was a tough day. No, I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. Um, I virtually attended my father's memorial sir, uh, uh, mass, requiem mass. A few people asked me yesterday, you know, how, how I was doing, how did I feel? I don't have words. I'm, I'm usually pretty good with words. If you've been watching or listening or reading the stuff that we put out, you know, I, I do a lot of it. And I'm usually pretty good with words. I got nothing. I don't know how to describe how I feel. Um, it sucks. Let me put it that way. But it's Thursday. And so what does Thursday mean? Thursday means Thursday episode. Is it here? Oh. You know what? You know what today is? Let's see if it's out. I hope it's out. Today's kind of fun. Yeah. So, episode 595. We did a collaboration. We, I, collaborated with Jason Brick of Safest Family on the Block and Chris Wilder. Uh, what's the name of his show? Uh, Martial Arts in Life? I think that one's his. Apologies if I'm getting that one wrong, Chris. Uh, but the three of us. Did you find a bug? Sorry. I'm very distractible right now. Uh, we collaborated on the subject of choosing a martial arts school. And we went deep. And it was awesome conversation. There was, there was a little bit of disagreement on some things. Which always makes for good conversation. But not so much that it was... Uh, that we were really off base. We were, we were pretty much on track with each other. And we split it in two parts. Part one is on Jason's channel. Part two is on ours. You can, it's, it is a video episode. You don't have to listen to the two parts in order, but you probably want to. Oh. Uh, but it's there. Check it out. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming. Continue to get wonderful, wonderful feedback from Monday's episode with Gene Kanakogi. If you have not listened to that episode yet, Man, you are missing out. Multiple people have said that it may be the best episode we've ever done. And so that's a credit to Jean, uh, her openness, her storytelling skill, her experiences. And I'd like to take a little bit of credit for it. I thought I was on. I thought I did pretty well with that episode. So this is what we do. We make podcasts. 
Anything else happened yesterday? I went to the gym, played video games. You're noticing a pattern in my life? This is about all I can handle right now. What's happening today? Um, went to the work that I didn't do yesterday. I, I continue to push off things that don't need to get done, which is a double-edged sword because it means the stuff that needs to get done eventually, you know, piles up. But right now it's just, I'm just trying to leave myself some space to grieve and not too much. I'm gonna try to start on the next book today. There's some client work and I got through email yesterday. Did pretty well in the email. So, yeah. I wanna thank all of you who have been messaging, calling. I mean, I've been, been getting a lot of outreach, which is appreciated. But just know that I can't, I can't respond. I can't call everybody back. I, did, I can't do it. Um, it's a question of not only time, but just my, what I can handle, I guess is the best way to put it. There's only so much in the tank. And I'm trying to reserve as much of it for me as possible because I have to. Anything else to say? I don't think so. Let's see what you gave me to talk about. If you got stuff you want me to talk about, what do you do? You drop it in the comment section after the show closes and then I respond tomorrow. And that's what we do. So, we're looking for notifications. Here they are. Okay. No, stop. Go away with your Santa Cruz car. Didn't I comment on that yesterday? It's still... Like, trying to make me watch it. Alright, and today we've got some stuff from Frank. It's not showing it to me here. YouTube, I don't know why you're being dumb. Shout out to Frank, and thank you to Frank. I'm going to fire this up in our Facebook chat. On this day in 563 BC, Buddha was born. Now, before we go any further, yes, Buddha is a religious figure. No, I'm not advocating anything religious. I have to say that. Just as you can read, you can read any religious text as a religious text or as um, as a book. You can do that. It is okay. What you take away from these quotes or any quotes or a book or a movie has to do with how you receive it, how you are open to it. Number one, your mind is a powerful thing. When you filter it with positive thoughts, your life will start to change. All uh, four quotes of these, four, four, all four of these quotes, there we go, are from Buddha. Gautama Buddha. Gautama Buddha? I don't know how to say that. 
Good morning, Stacy. We've talked about positivity. We've talked about the importance of remaining focused on the good. Oh, here's something. Um, this tripped me out to the point where I took a picture of it. Because I still can't explain it. I had to go to the post office, drop off a box, pick up mail for a client. And I was just about to get out of the car, just about to turn it off. I was listening to an audiobook. And the screen on the car pops up with a text message. I was like, oh, that's funny. And the text message said something like, go to the notes app on your phone and write down four things that you're grateful for. It will help. Really vague, really generic. I was like, and I look at the number and it's from one of those five digit numbers. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Some kind of spam, but at least it's positive spam, so I'm not gonna hate it. And then I pick up my phone and it's not on my phone. I closed and reopened the messaging app. It's not on my phone. Can't get on the car without going on my phone, but it's not on my phone. Where'd it come from? Now it doesn't necessarily mean that it was anything special. I'm not saying it was my father from the grave or anything. But it was weird and it was needed. Stacy says, do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. Had a little bit of that vibe. So I went to my notes app and I wrote down four things I was grateful for. I'm trying to remain positive. I'm trying to remain happy and focused. And for the most part, I think I'm succeeding. But there are moments. And those are the moments I'm glad that I go to the gym. Because I can move heavy things and it helps. Yeah. Number two. Sometimes it's better to be kind than to be right. We do not need an intelligent mind that speaks, but a patient heart that listens. You will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. I'll share it. Without going into detail about my relationship with my father, um, let's say it was complex. Um, there was a lot of nuance and it's hard for me to talk about it without, I can't just say little bits about it, right? There, there's a big story there and it's hard to carve off a piece and have it stand alone. But one of the things he told me, and it relates to this, this notion of anger when we get angry and when we hold on to that for too long, it, it, it affects us. 
you know, there are a bunch of quotes about being angry at someone and how it really doesn't impact them. If, if, if there are people, how about when you're angry at someone and they don't even know you're angry at them? How does that hurt them? How does that change anything other than ruin your life? Doesn't do anything. But what, the thing that he said was, don't close off your heart because it becomes really hard to open it again. And he, it's always stuck with me because he wasn't the type of person to say stuff like that. Now, obviously I know a good deal of his story. I know the things that he is talking about. I'm not gonna share those. Those don't matter so much in the context here and it, it doesn't feel appropriate. But we can reach a point where we become so closed off for so long that it's really hard to open up again. Think about it like training. How many people have not been to in-class martial arts training in a year? How many of those people are going to struggle to go back? I mentioned a few minutes ago going to the gym, getting the angry out working on those emotions. And Stacy's chiming in with her own experience. Did I ever mention that I took up power breaking days after Jeff, uh, her ex-husband, moved out? We're better as friends and I picked up an awesome skill, but I got the angry out. Yeah, the catharsis is important. When we are, no matter what the emotions are, it's important to, I think, honor them. If you're, if you're happy, let the happy come through. If you're sad, let the sad come through. If you're angry and you feel like you need to externalize it, most of the time you probably do, find a, a safe and healthy way to do that. Um, I've had a habit in the past of going out in the woods with a stick and beating on trees. Or kicking a heavy bag. Actually, I was really hoping that I could have used the heavy bag at the gym last night. Just wailing on that thing. But it's in a common space, so if people are around working out, then I don't use it. You get enough looks when you kick a bag. You get looks when you kick a bag in a class. How about kicking a bag when there's when people are hanging out doing yoga? That doesn't work well. I say this about externalizing. I say this about working through it, and it's something I struggle with. There's a lot of anger right now, a lot of frustration. And I'm doing my best to work through it. Not easy. Next. The way to happiness is keep your heart free from hate, your mind from worry. Live simply, give much. Fill your life with love. Do as you would be done by. Hey, it's the golden rule. Happiness, gratitude, they don't, you know, we, we've, we've been convinced that in order to have happiness, that we have to have certain things, certain 
standards we have to have, this certain house and car and financial situation. And most of us don't have it. Just statistically, most of us don't have this thing that we're being told is this life that is going to make us happy. Happiness is different for everyone. And of all the terrible things that happen on social media, that's one of the things that I think is actually pretty cool is you get to see different people living different lifestyles and see that there is no one size fits all. The life that I live would make other people incredibly stressed out. Living out here in the woods, having pepper plants over there, seeing if they're gonna grow, paint that is out to remind me that I've got some touch up on the ceiling. I got maple syrup sitting in a crock pot, right? There's a, there's a lot going on, a lot of weird different things. I got a cat running around. I, I know of a number of people who would freak out that there's stuff on the floor and you don't grow plants in a house and they don't, they don't like cats. Well, it's a good thing this isn't their life. And then I see other people, you know, people who work on Wall Street and they spend 12, 14 hours, 16 hour days trading, making money. And yeah, their, their bank balance looks really great. I wouldn't want to do that. I would be bored off my I would be so bored. Because at the end of the day, stressed, tired, with little time to, to do the things that they want to do. The, the, the repetition of, okay, I'm going to go make a lot of money and then I'm going to buy things that I don't have time to enjoy. I think that one of the next great changes in our society is the cat's walking funny. So I'm, just, I'm just watching. For those of you that might be new, she's 21. And I'm, I'm just constantly look, you know, trying to keep track of where she's at. She had a hard time getting up on the bed a couple of days ago which was a new thing. So I'm just trying to be aware. I think one of the great changes that we're gonna see is a pushback of the traditional 40 hour work week. I think we're gonna see more and more people living a much simpler life, a life that some will call poverty. But I think people will choose it. You see, look at all the people that are living in vans. They get to travel around, they do a little bit of online work or something, you know, they make, let's say, $1,500 a month and it funds their life and they get to do everything they want to do. And instead of spending 40 hours a week and investing all this money into supporting this house and all these things they actually don't want, they live in a van and they drive around. I think we're going to see more and more of that. There's something really appealing about that. We have reached a point of efficiency in society that we don't need everyone working factory hours. And our last quote today, remember, if you got stuff you want me to talk about, drop it in the comment section below. The more diverse the conversation, the happier I am, I assume the more enjoyable it is for all of you. And if you're new, subscribe, turn on notifications because we do this show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time here on YouTube. Catch you later in audio form in your podcast feed.
you want to support us, First Cup 15 is the code. Get a mug at whistlekick.com or something. You can get training programs at whistlekickprograms.com. You can buy a book at Amazon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. There's so many ways. You all know that. Stacy says, Jeremy's mobile martial arts minivan. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I worked, through, you know what I, I worked on yesterday? Uh, two days ago. I was really excited about it. it didn't happen because I can't make the math work. I looked at getting a, what's referred to as a Class C motorhome, an RV. So Class A are like the big bus ones. Class B are the ones that look like vans. Class C are the ones that look like pickups that had not a, a cap put on the bed, but it's like the it's like a big pickup that the the RV is like all one thing. It was purpose built. And I looked at getting one of those. I was like, all right, I can put it on that corner of the property. I can rent it out as like an Airbnb when I'm not using it. And the math was kind of working. And then I realized, oh, like six months out of the year, nobody's gonna wanna stay in this, nor is it going to be useful. Cause they're more expensive than I thought they were. A, a decent used one is like 40 grand. But up until I got there and pulled the plug, cause I was actually pretty close to really like moving forward with this. I said, oh, I can, I, I, I've hinted about driving around the country for content purposes. I could do it. I could stay in this thing and sleep in parking lots and it'd be really inexpensive. Oh, no, it doesn't work. Because at 40 grand, that's, that's a lot. It's like a thousand dollars a month. It would be hard, I would be hard pressed to make that much money putting people in an RV. Figure it out. <sighs> yep. Okay. Next. Our last quote today, courtesy of Frank from Buddha. Change is never painful. Only the resistance to change is painful. You can't have progress without change. So many of us want things to get better, but we are terrified of changing them. Can't have both. I've been through a lot of change this year already, and I am part of me wants to say afraid, and I guess part of me is afraid, but nervous and anxious of what those other changes might be. I, I know. I'm, I'm watching this fuzzball over there. It could be any day. It really could. If she if she didn't wake up tomorrow, I wouldn't. I, I would feel a lot of things. Surprise is not one of them. So I'm watching that. Other people in my life who are older, and I wonder when's their time. So many things. So much could change, can change, will change. The only constant is change. If you want to become a better martial artist, you have to change how you train. If you want to become a stronger competitor, uh, you have to change how you train. If you want to be the best, I don't know, 
spouse, parent, child you can be. You have to change. And a lot of us don't want to accept that. We want to change, but we're too afraid. Sometimes you just have to embrace the change. You gotta, you gotta jump. You gotta hope. You gotta trust. Not easy, but it's necessary. Go check out episode 595. Tell me what you think. Do you like that sort of that collaborative process? We're, we're looking at doing more collaborations because they're fun. I like working with other podcasters, other martial arts content creators. We've had a number of them on, and they're fun to talk to. I talked to somebody on Tuesday that uh, when we air that episode in a couple weeks, a number of you will go, I know that guy. I know that name. We just keep doing our thing. Doing it. All right. Speaking of doing it, I'm going to go do some work. Not a lot, but some. Because I can. It's what I have space for. All right. Take care. Have a fantastic day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Peace.